Oh, hi there. It's your pal, High Class Dapper Izzy here. And I'm here for a very special occasion. It is the 500th episode of Three Signs of the Coin. And being a high class dapper individual like myself, I only celebrate the most fanciest ways. I have a glorious bottle in a can of Natty Light. And it's because every day is a Natterday. And there's only one way to drink a Natterday. And that is in a chalice. Mm, yes. Yes. Of a red cup. And hold on one second. Ah, oh, that is delicious. But I am honored to be here. And honored to be here to wish a happy 500th episode. Just three sides of the coin. Stay classy. Be dapper, my friends. Cheers. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Sidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. So so let's start the 500th train wreck of this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Three Sides of the Coin. If we make it through the end of this, it will be our 500th episode. If we count right. I don't know. I'm sure we've messed it up. Um, and, and it's just us knuckleheads and this other loser. So three knuckleheads and a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you the her. We invited his young because we wanted to make sure this is shitty. I mean, so, so, so yeah, l- listen up, people. This is how we've we've been planning this this landmark episode of 500 episodes. Last week, Izzy was on, of course, if you watched. Um, no, was he on? Were you no, on two we weeks did ago? His show. Oh, that's right. Right. It was as bad as ours. I got them all confused. Yeah, we had Mitch. We had Mitch Weissman on last week. That's right. We were we were on Izzy's show. So after we were done with Izzy's show, um, we were just like, dude, it's 500th episode next week. We got nothing planned. You want to come on? I mean, I mean, literally that that was it. That's what that is what we put into planning something like. 500 episodes for all of our listeners. That's how much this means to us that we just reached out and said, Izzy, we got nothing better. We ruined your show. Come on ours and ruin our show. So, well, Ralph was busy. So yeah. And Ralph was busy. So um, we might have Lisa joining us. Um, She said she might be late joining us. And basically if Lisa can't make the 500th episode, she's done. Yep. And out of like I have a, then I have a weekly gig. Yeah, what else have you got to do besides Instacart? Yeah, exactly. And to, before we go forward, I do want to say this. Congratulations, guys. It's it's 500 episodes. It's a big fucking deal. Podcast. A lot of people start. They're fucking gone. And I'm going to uh, mark this occasion. I am not going to bust open my Chris Jericho bubbly because it's you guys and not Chris Jericho. <laughs> Um, I am going to bring out some of the finer things in life. Oh, will you go take a dump in the middle I'm of the show? I'm into class. I'm into class. It's my it's new me, thing. Um, I have a beautiful can of Milwaukee's best. So nice. Fresca. 
Congratulations. Hold on. Just because I'm a Detroiter, Werner. Yeah, we're, we're celebrating high here, people. 500 episodes. Izzy, Fresca, Werner's. Tommy barely made it. I'm here. He's here. Yeah, that's, he all he that's all I we can ask. Fresco, I didn't know Fresco I, was still a thing. I always loved that. That was like the grapefruit one, right? Yep. yep. Fresco. Grapefruit citrus. Yeah, I like that. that stuff's good. I haven't had that in fucking decades. Yeah, it's one of those that when I when I taste it, it's like, oh, flashback to kid, being a kid. Oh, to, to the 70s for sure, yep. man. Yep. It, it says right here, established 1966. That's a year yeah. old. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I was, I'm late because I was dealing with an ethics issue. So, uh huh. Yep. That's all right. It's all good. Um, Some people so, are begging to be so, made an example of. I mean, if you want to count it, Izzy's our special 500th guest. I'm not sure I count Izzy as a guest. He's just. I wouldn't want it any other way. He's a part of this he's like the fifth member of the beatles i am he's our whack pack mm-hmm. and proud of it so i don't know there you go happy 500 right. episode guys i don't know what else do we do I don't know. ah shit it's been great we, we can let mark go he can go eat yeah he's hungry and there's a hockey game on somewhere um but it, i know izzy to your point I don't know. We can just, we can just reminisce and and share stories and memories and whatever. Um, You're right. I mean, 500 episodes is a big deal for any podcast. Like, you know, not even 1% of the podcasts in the world make it that far. Really? Yeah. No, the vast majority of podcasts are, are done within probably not even a dozen episodes. People make, there's a term for it. It's called pod fading. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, it's when, especially you get a lot of celebrities, they do it. And then like some of them, like within four or five episodes in, they're like, oh, <laughs> because, you know, as, as all of us, the four of us here, and if Lisa was here, she'd tell you the same thing. You know, you still got to block out your time. Yep. Um, Mike, you know, does a lot of work uh, getting this thing. So you guys see it on, you know, every Tuesday a ton and, of work. So, yeah. So, yeah, no we doubt. would not be successful without Mr. Brandbold. Call him a tool, call him whatever you want. But the guy's a freaking oh, genius oh when it comes he's, to marketing. He's our big toe. He's our, he's our big toe. toe. <laughs> yeah, you're our big toe. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I see a meme coming from that. You know, I mean, I mean, this. I thought the, you did one of that before me before. We didn't. We didn't do it. Did we do a big toe? No, we haven't done a big toe meme. No. No. Um, consistency is actually the biggest thing. The key. The key, yep. in my opinion. I mean, after you get a topic and after you get co-hosts that have fun and great chemistry. Um, it's consistency. Yep. I mean, we, we've all seen podcasts that just all of a sudden one week disappear and then six weeks later, an episode pops up and then two weeks later, it's another episode. You know, I've always looked at this like, you know, uh, again, this is, this is dating us. We all grew up watching TV when TV literally was like three channels, three networks, you knew every Tuesday, you were going to see Happy Days in Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Or eventually every 
Thursday, it was what Seinfeld and the Cosby show mm-hmm. Monday nights was going to be mash. You just knew you could always tune in and it would always be there. might've been a repeat, but it was always there. And I always felt that was important to podcasting. Was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, agree. I just I want agree. people to know they can count on something showing up. Yep. Yep. That, and that's why I always insist on doing my show live because it's the same time every week. It's, it's for the exact same reason. Now I haven't been because of Paul's schedule that kind of changes everything. So, but, uh, but yeah, it's exactly my point. And it's like, dude, consistency, you know, Monday nights, 6 PM, another fucking podcast is going to be live and you can join the show, you know? Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, so, so, I mean, yep. and, and to Mark's point, I mean, we probably put the least amount of work into a podcast of podcasts that are out there, especially of our size and listener base. Um, but there's still, I mean, you know, we, we block out two hours every Tuesday to record Mark, maybe an hour. Cause then he goes and eats um, <laughs> even less now, because a uh, matter of fact, as Tommy stated earlier, uh, the devils and wings are on at seven. Yeah. Uh, Liz has a uh, dinner ready here shortly. And uh, so, so, yeah, so I mean, you know, there, there's, there's still, there's still time that we sit down to record. There's, time tracking down and confirming guests there's time planning out what a topic might be editing shows as little editing as we might do um posting marketing i mean there's still hours of work that that goes into something like this so you know it's you know tommy i i mean we've said this before but when we when we and this December will be 10 years. And honestly, to me, guys, 500 shows is great. But I feel like the 10 year anniversary is is a much bigger deal. We've been doing this for 10 fucking years. Jesus. Christ. Almost 10 years, if we can make it. Um, wow. I know you and I, when we when we were, I still remember us walking out of Joe Sensors in Bloomington and we were walking out to the parking yeah. lot. You were heading to your car and I was going to mine. And we were just like, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. We had no, literally no freaking idea what was going to happen with this. We just, we said a couple things. We One, we have to talk. Obviously, it was a KISS podcast. But we were like, we have to talk about KISS fans. We got to we got to not be afraid to talk about how crazy, wacky, stupid, great, all of them and cool and great kiss fans are because the kiss fans make up this kiss army and everything so much more than the band. I mean, the band does something and then the kiss fans go ballistic, good and bad. afterwards. We got to talk about that. And then we said. We're only going to be honest about everything we say. Mm-hmm. And it's not about like facts. It's just honest about our opinions, how we feel, how we feel. What do we like? What do we don't like? And we, we never, we said, we're not doing this to make the band happy. You know, we're not going to do this because we want the band to like us, to give us tickets, to, 
to come on the show. That was never. Ever. But we also weren't going to be TMZ either. No, no. And we also, yeah, we weren't, we weren't interested in dirty laundry type discussions. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just remember back almost 10 years ago. I mean, we had no freaking idea. We, we were like, Hey, if a hundred people listen to this episode, that would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, this little thing just pretty quickly exploded. You know, well, let me ask you guys this. Um, how have you guys seen like when you started, when I started, you know, for a few years, like the the I jokingly named my show nine years ago another fucking podcast, like oh, because everybody has a podcast. Now everybody right. does have a fucking podcast. And that that has a big effect on listenership because people have other avenues. How has it affected your show? I mean, I, I will say, you know, our numbers go up and down. I mean, I think realistically, COVID and the pandemic impacted us more than anything else, because in general, podcasts prior to COVID were a almost a commuter type of thing. Instead of listening to radio in the morning, people drive to work or they ride a subway or a commuter train and they listen to a podcast for a half hour, 45 minutes, however long it is. When people weren't going into work, that disappeared. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good point. You know, so I, I did see that. It, it's, it's definitely come back. Um, but, you know, I mean, here's, here's the other thing. I've never really cared about how many other podcasts are out there. Oh, right, right, right. Well, not Rock or, and roll kiss or otherwise, because, you know, I, we never did this to like sit down and go, okay, guys, here's our strategy. We are going to do this. Yeah, so trust we me, can, we haven't done that. So, so we can What's become this the word strategy. Yes, yeah, strategy. Yeah. Let, let's talk about our plans to become the number one podcast and how do we beat everybody? Could give a crap. I mean, honestly, I mean, right. let, let me, let me, let me rephrase that first. And I, cause I don't want it to come across bad. I think anybody who does a podcast hats off to you guys, hats off to anybody who takes the time to create a podcast. Cause you're giving your time away for free yep. to entertain somebody else. Yep. You don't have to like what they're talking about, but at least respect the fact that somebody took the time to create something and put it out there put and and listen put themselves out there because when you become a podcaster you're putting yourselves out there to be nailed against the wall by people oh, yeah. who hate you i mean we've, we've gotten that from <laughs> oh, day really? one really? yeah exactly that, that so happens? you know i i appreciate everybody who does podcasts but i don't care about all the other podcasts that are out there i've always and this isn't just in podcasting but whether it's a band, whether it's my business, whether it's anything else, I don't look at competing with other people. Because to me, that means you're paying attention to somebody else. You're seeing what they're doing. You're adjusting based on what they do. And, and in my mind, if I'm doing that, I'm following that other podcast or I'm following other podcasts then, and they're leading the way. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to go out here and we do this every, every week. Let's just do the best we can. What we think is great. What we, what makes us happy. 
And if other people want to compete with us or feel they're competing with us, great. That's on you, but we're not, you know, we're not, you know what I, this is why I really fucking respect you guys too. Um, and I, I have the same intelligence. I, you know, I come from a, bo- a broadcasting background. I was yeah. in radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I knew that, boom, you know, that's where I got that. And, you know, you know, the, the appointment listening and yada, yada, yada. But because I come from that broadcasting background, it's like, you know, I, I knew it's like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. And everybody's like, well, no, why don't you just do it like this? I'm like, well, no, everybody else does it like that. Right. That's not how you do it. This is how I do it. And this is what works. And that's why I respect the hell out of you guys for being able to do this without that broadcasting background. Does that oh, make yeah, sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it makes complete sense. I've, you know, you're probably aware, Izzy, and I know Tommy, you are, you know, uh, in Minneapolis every year, they have the upper Midwest conclave. It's a radio convention that gets together in Minneapolis. Yep. And, and I've spoken at that event a number of times been on podcast panels and you know, these radio people are like, okay, how do we start planning and organizing, getting ready to do a podcast? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm kind of contrary to everything that's ingrained into radio. Radio is all about show prep. You got a morning show. You're doing show prep, you're pulling jokes, you're pulling news stories. Who's going to say this, who's going to do that. And, And I'm like, Here's my attitude about podcasting. Zero show prep. Literally zero. Know who you're talking to. Know the topic, but that's it. Right. Let the conversation guide it. And then if you want to start a podcast, here's the rules for starting a podcast. Sit down in front of a computer. Put a microphone in front of yourself. Hit the record button. Start talking. Done. There you go. There's the rules of podcasting. There are no. And then they're like. Well, what's the ideal length of a podcast? How long do you want to talk about what you love? If you want to talk 10 minutes, that's the rule. If you want to talk like us for two hours, that's the rule. Mm. Well, what kind, what, kind of, what kind of microphone and cameras do I need? Do I need to go buy a mixing console? And I'm like, uh, you got a laptop. It's got a built-in microphone. You got earbuds that came with your iPod. You're all set. Yep. I mean, literally, you're all right, right. Because yeah, you can get different different microphones or cameras, that sort of thing, if you want to. If you want to. Yeah, and, and make it better and better and better. But to Michael's point, that's literally, and that's basically all we did at the start. That that's all we I mean, honestly, the only gear I've I'm looking in front of me, the only gear I really have purchased is this $70 headset, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I've got a light in front of me that was probably another 75 bucks Yeah, because I've seen so, and I'm in podcasting groups and all that. I see so many people who are like, yeah, anybody want to buy all my podcasting gear? I tried to start a podcast a year ago. I just didn't get excited about it. Now I've got this four channel mixer. I've got six sure microphones. I've got, you know, and, and, and I'm like, well, you just invested like five grand and you're trying to sell this stuff for maybe a thousand bucks. Yep. When you want to do a podcast, do it on dirt cheap to start with. And if you're just still you doing, like if you're doing it a year from now, okay, then maybe you want to invest some more money if you need to. Right. But oh, 
It, and it's funny that you mentioned that because that's one of the things that I just thought about when you said those things, Michael. Do you remember back to the first year or two? We were getting crucified by people. Oh, God, for, yes. For the quality of our video and the quality of our audio and all of these things. It's like, well, first off, we're doing this for free. We don't get paid for it. Secondly, right. you're not paying a penny to, to do this. So if it sucks that bad, then just stop listening. I, I, I remember I'd reply back to those comments. I'd like, here, um, send send me your PayPal address. I'll refund you all the money you, you spent subscribing <laughs> to three sides of the coin. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any money back because you didn't pay to listen to us. And, 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 how, many, and, well, and so, how many people too, that kept telling you that we're doing it wrong. Oh, they're doing, we're doing it wrong. And, and, and to this day, I still reply back to those people. I'm like, okay, can you give me a link to your podcast so I can see how you're doing it so I can learn from you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kid you guys not in 10 years, not a single person has ever come back with a link to their own podcast to say, this is how you should do it. I right? believe it. Um, but, but, you know, when it, when it, when it comes to gear, it's just not, it's not needed out of the box because I think what in, in one way, what we've proven is it comes down to the chemistry of the people on this show. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you, can you naturally outside of this podcast, hang out and have a good time together and talk about this topic? If the answer is yes, you got good chemistry. If there's no chemistry, I don't give a crap how good and how much money you've spent on your, your podcast. Not a single person will ever tune into a podcast because they've got great microphones. Right, right. People tune into a podcast because I hate okay. Brandvold, because Izzy's an idiot, because they talk about my favorite band, um, because they have amazing guests. And... All that other stuff really. Wait a minute. Don't leave us matter. out. I, I'm not a Kiss fan, and Mark is a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's chem- It's the chemistry. It's the fun. That's why people tune in. Now, listen, as you guys out there <clears throat> are listening to us, if I'm wrong about why you're listening to Three Sides of the Coin, let us know. But I can't imagine there's a single person out there that listens to Three Sides of the Coin. Because we record on Zoom and I'm using a headset mic. And you guys are doubling your production to what I've used from day one, which is like whatever <laughs> whatever thing fucking records me is all, I don't have right. a mic. I, don't I, know. I, mean, I, I we, think I, I think the I think the problem is it's like a lot of people want to get into it because they see Adam Carolla, they see Joe Rogan, and they see the money that they're making. And they think, oh, fuck, dude, I'm going to be famous and I'm going to fucking I'm going to be Adam Carolla and I'm going to have my own fucking pirate ship and I'm going to make a ton of money. <laughs> You're going to make this I much money. You are, not. You are literally me, going to make I this know. much money. I, I, I was joking. So uh, I was joking with Jay Gilbert, who's been a guest on the show and is also my host on the Music Biz Weekly. You know, both of our podcasts, three sides of Music Biz Weekly, um, just recently got added to the vivo video network which is awesome and we've gotten some incredible views and numbers out of there well vivo actually pays people so i got my first royalty statement after two plus months is everybody sitting down because i got to figure out how to split this royalty check 32 cents. No, you keep it. You keep it. 
<laughs> you keep it for all the hard work, brother. <laughs> 32 cents. I'm like, awesome. Vacation. I'm booking a vacation. I just made 30. I mean, honestly, people, you're not going to make money podcasting. But you're going to you're going to lose money if you spend all that money on that gear. Um, you better do this for one reason only that you have fun hanging out yeah. with your podcast host. That's it. Literally, that is yeah. it. If you aren't having fun and you aren't making money, you're a freaking fool to be doing this. But I also do want to say, though, it has it has helped all of us individually in different ways. So, like, let's take a look at Izzy. Izzy may not be making money off of his podcast, but he puts out a really entertaining um, you know, podcast, and it helps him uh, raise his le the level of awareness. So helps he him hang out with rock stars. Well, hold on, he, but let's, no, let's but it does. It. it raises your level, your your level of people knows who, know who you are, which opens up doors for you. Whether it's hosting the the one of the cruises, and you know, hosting that night that you used to do at the bowling alley, yeah. to yeah. all these things. So there, there's a little bit of. There's residual selfish. There's selfishness yeah. here in that respect. So it's not just us hanging out as friends. Right, Although right. to Michael's point, if the chemistry is not there or if we were unhappy, there's no reason to do it. Well, I mean, but, right. Let, well, let, we got to ask Izzy the question: How many more breasts have you seen since you started doing the cruises? I've seen more than I probably would have. Okay. Well, see, there you go. It's a so given. There. It's a given, Izzy. <laughs> matter so, of fact, I, I will be on the cruise at the end of this week. Uh, so if fact, you want to show, even... if you want to show Mark your breasts on the Kiss Cruise, we'll <laughs> be happy to see them. <laughs> I mean, Liz might be happy too. There you go. <laughs> we but don't you know. know. There, but there's nothing wrong with that. But, but but what I was also trying to say is a lot of this stuff came to me after the fact like oh, i never yeah. contemplated any of of this other than what we initially started to do no you're 100 right it came afterwards and going back again 10 years ago uh, well frankly let's be honest it wasn't it was it was it was 10 years ago just this last summer that we met to talk about it it wasn't until december that we recorded it right so it 10 years ago when we when we decided to do this it wasn't oh maybe we can gain greater exposure for tommy's real real estate business maybe i can get exposure for, we we had no notions about doing anything we had no we had no goals of what we were hoping to achieve right. other than have fun talking about what we love that was but, it. But I know I have to add to that, though. For you, no, me, yes, I did want to learn how to use this technology because I thought it would help me with real estate. And it has because I can create my own little, you know, quick little uh, videos and, and talk about things like if I have something that comes up that is something that would be important for everyone to hear that might be thinking about buying a house, I could pop on, put it together, upload it. Yep. And I don't know if I would have ever ventured to do that had I not done this and this also led me to photography doing this. Cause well, I was, let, let me, let me ask you guys, this has the success of the show. Obviously you don't get paid for the show, but has it, has it helped you get paid in the, in the back burner? Like Michael, your, your business has oh, the show yeah. helped Mark as, as your construction business. Has there been anything because of the show now 
Tommy, but well, I'm sure you've gotten some real estate hits from. For really quick for me, this hasn't affected my life in any sort of financial way. And also I had a great relationship with the band before I started on this. I'm still friends with the same people I was friends with. And if anything, they rib me about it now, um, about being on the show all the time. But um, no, but you know what it has done? It's I've met so many fucking great people. Yes. That's amen. that's that is that's really I'm, one. I'm I'm being I'm being extremely sincere here. The people I've met through this show, especially on the cruises and record shows and concerts and stuff, to a person, I have not had a bad experience in person. Everyone's been so fucking nice and just want to talk about, you know, something we talked about on the show. And as as, you know, speaking for Michael, Tommy and Lisa, you guys don't know some of the private messages we received heartbreaking messages that that you said something earlier mike and i didn't uh break in on it but i listen to a local podcast here and i listen to it's a daily one i don't if i don't hear it or if i don't have a chance to listen to it, it really like ruins my day because i i'm addicted to it because i've been listening to it since they started it make a long story short it was an old radio program here that went off the air and then they just decided the podcast, but that radio crew has been such a part of my life and the, the sense of humor and everything. It's so important. So when we get that, it, it's like, duh, Oh my God. When people go, Oh, I so look forward to Tuesday and, and trust me, we're not bloviating here. This is, this is the kind of shit we get. I look forward to Tuesday. You guys make me laugh. I, you know, I don't have any, you guys know this. I don't really have any other kiss friends that that'll talk about this. And the fact that you guys will spend two hours talking about the drum sound on, you know what I mean? That's, that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about, or I want to hear about. So trust me, you know what? I know how, how you feel. And and I now realize how important it is to some people and it doesn't go unappreciated. Thank you. You know, 500 episodes in i've been with you guys for probably like 440 of of those because i think i came in what 60 some some 60 something yeah i mean and 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 and, and to and to to the point of mark coming in i mean we won't delve into it but that change from the original co-host to mark was literally we weren't having fun I was, I was Tommy I was, specifically. I yeah. Tommy I was, was freaking quit. miserable. Tommy was going to quit. Mm-hmm. The show was this close to done gone. And now we should, now we share hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, it's true. Here comes the lovely oh, Lisa. Shit. Let, let, let's does, see if does Lisa. That, does this mean I have to go get high class and dapper now? No. No, no, no. She Lee, likes goalies and she likes rough and rugged. Is so you just stay right where you're at. You're in your fucking right. well, house. I, I, I think I think so. she's having internet issues because it's taken her a long time to get connected. I like her so, headshot I, though. Yeah, was well, she well, like 23 in that picture? That was a year ago when she was 23. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, by the way, we there she is. Early. I'm here. Hi. Hey, baby. Sorry. 
Oh, I should be wearing the high-class tempered glasses at least. Okay. Uh, yeah, I should at least do that then. Is he's getting dressed up for you, Lisa? But yeah, I I was truly miserable. Lisa, yeah. is that is that a pussy on your lap? Yes. There we go. It's all but my business. This happens even in conference calls at work. God, that's what, what, what's the cat's name, <laughs> Mr. Harry? Yeah, Mr. Harry. You know, Mark, Mark you, you, you really nailed a, a, a really important point, though. I mean, that is, again, something else Tommy and I never foresaw was the response we were going to get from fans. Never. And, and I would say to this day, as we're recording, that is to me, the greatest thing that's come out of this podcast is friendships and French friendships, but how we have become part of other people's lives that we don't even know that, that it, whether it's just because they listen to us, because again, they don't have friends who are kiss fans or, and we've shared some of these stories, they've gone through something tragic, something rough in their life and listening to us once a week or listening every day as they listen to back episodes, help them get through whatever they were dealing with in life. How could you imagine that 10 years ago when we were starting this, that it's like, Oh, that's what, that's what I want to do. I want to help people get through life. It's like, no, I mean, I remember it wasn't soon after we started. I remember we got a, a, a message on Facebook from somebody who was a KISS fan who was serving in Afghanistan Yeah, and, and was just like, thank you. I mean, it's, this is a great diversion from what I'm having to go through and deal with here in Afghanistan. And I was just like, oh, my God, I didn't dawn on me that somebody serving the military in Afghanistan could be listening and we could cheer up their week their day whatever it is those were the types of things that yeah to this day when we get those comments whether it's we see somebody posted on our facebook pages or they send us a private message it's just like wow it kind of makes you choke up a little bit that that we've helped somebody like that by doing nothing more than just sitting here and talking well, and I forgot to, br- I was going to bring it today and I rushed out of the house. So I think it's important right now that we mention this, Michael, because you're more in tune than I am. And I want to apologize first and just say, I'm sorry. I can't remember the name right now. We have everything sitting aside. I received a shirt in the mail a few weeks ago. That is an Ace Fraley shirt. And it's two less Pauls like this up the bodies like this. And it has a little Ace uh, card in the each corner. And it's just it was so appreciated and it's such a great idea. And I know that he sent different. He sent, uh, shirts he up. sent shirts to myself, to Mark. He's sending some to Lisa. I don't okay, want to go into great details yet because he's working on trying to make these shirts actually available. We want it to happen for, for him. So, so just uh, first name, what's his first name? Um, hold on. Dad? Let me, let me, um, you I'm sorry. Keep, you keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll go yeah, find it. So anyways, else. I just want to say a big thank you. Um, that was really, really kind. And again, it's one of those things where it's unexpected and this stuff shows up at your door and you're like, Aaron, holy shit, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. And, and all the other things that we've received, you know, um, l- letters and cards and, and all this, it, it all means a ton to us. 
you know one guy had sent me a poster i absolutely love it it's a dynasty poster and it's it, it sat for like three months before i even opened it because i was so busy i'm like i just set it aside you know and it's just because we get busy with our lives and it's probably still no excuse but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So just a big thank you to all of you guys who, who listen and support us because we do appreciate it. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you when we do see you, but please yeah. always remember we're just like you. We were just dumb enough to do this because <laughs> that's literally the only difference. I, you know, and if we can't spend time with you at a show, it's not because we don't want to, it's just, it gets really hectic sometimes yep, when we go exactly. there. And we're trying to see as many people as we can. And sometimes it's just, it's hard. So we should probably do another meetup sometime. I, 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 I would add, you know, of, of all of us on the show, um, more than anyone, Mark really appreciates getting the panties sent to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, you know what? And you I can think of one pr- specific pair of panties. Oh boy! Oh boy! All right. <laughs> were they were they purple speedos or? You think they should have been? Uh, that was a, that was a that was a funny moment. That was yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, one oh. thing that uh, you know, I do want to eventually get to. Tom, you had a great idea, and I I mean this sincerely. We should talk about some of our maybe pick three episodes or three favorite moments each from the past 500. I think it'd be a nice way to, uh, you know, kind of sum up why we're here and why you guys are here. I mean, um, because I would like I'd like maybe in the homework if you guys could pick your top three episodes, because, again, it's 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 also like when when we ask people to pick their three favorite, you know, kiss eras or three favorite records that's the great thing about just the kiss army is the diversity of our thought processes because you know you get people like alex our good buddy alex who just loves you know the unmasked and don't get me wrong i like unmasked but that's not even in my top five and it's number one and and michael loves crazy nights and i'm like that's not even a kiss record (laughs) oh oh, oh, my god (laughs) Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, he says he likes unmasked. So there you go. Um, well, and it, it, yeah, and it doesn't have to be an episode. It can just be a moment. A moment. Because that was probably more Michael's idea. I think mine was was more along the lines of I'd love to hear from each and every one of you today. Just some memories of just being a fan, not necessarily of this show, but how, how did you? Where'd you start? And how did you end up? And how do you feel now? Because my fandom has changed a lot over the years i used to be that kid who absorbed everything and i collected everything and i'm not that person anymore uh for me the fandom has changed it shifted to a different thing now where it's more the experience for me and going to see the live show and meeting all of you guys out there and hanging out and having a beer and spending quality time with great human beings. It's almost like kiss is a big piece of it, but it's not the whole piece, you know? And I'm just curious how all of you have changed over time because we all have different experiences. Well, I think we could probably go through and do all of that fairly quickly. I mean, I, I, I would say, 
and and this is not joking. This is all seriousness. Some of the funnest, greatest moments on the podcast have been thanks to Lisa. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you <laughs> she know, fell off her wow. chair. when fantastic. she fell off the chair, just sitting there, not doing anything. When she got dive bombed and attacked by a hummingbird and, and thought it was like Godzilla coming after her, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and then, of course, what well, where would we be without Mr. Harry? <laughs> How, Michael, let me ask you this. How is her falling off the chair not turned into a, a fucking gif? Uh, just, be, just, just, just because I haven't sat down and actually a made a gift out of it. He put music to it, Izzy. He put music to it. I mean, it, it, I, I, I think I did post it as a short video excerpt yes. that, right, that right. and the, that and the hummingbird. I mean, you know, that, that's that again, that gets back to, we're just, we're just real here. I mean, none of that is scripted. I couldn't sit here and go, okay, Lisa at the 15 minute mark today in the episode, I want you to lean right. back in your chair and pretend you fell off it. No, we're just talking and, <laughs> Boom, there she goes. I mean, it's just, it just happens. I mean, how do you script out having a hummingbird attack Lisa and then knowing Lisa, Lisa's deadly afraid of hummingbirds? Yeah. I, and I was, that's, that, everyone says that's probably the best episode. Was the and, and, and then, episode. I mean, what did we feed lines to your son when he was? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, it, th- that, that's real. That's real. And, and and that in itself is why in this podcast, we don't edit. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts that right. would take a moment like that no, we don't edit anything. and edit it out. They keep the podcast short, sweet, tight, right to the, the topic of discussion. I mean, I had somebody literally today go, you know, your episode with Mitch Weissman, phenomenal. And I was laughing my butt off when you told Mitch to go tell his wife to stop playing the flute. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's what happens during the show you get to well, see and, and, the show and lisa's not here just because she's cute lisa's one of the guys and I she's know. really smart and she's I really funny. funny so i also want to cor- correct this while everyone's here right now lisa does not get offended no. by the shit that gets said to her because <laughs> she can Give it. You should see the shit she says she back. Can. And you should hear some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For all of you, you all your beings. So innocent. She's such an innocent you, little girl. Well, yeah. And yeah, it's like, so yeah, all yeah, of you that think it's inappropriate, it's like, okay, so you don't like comedy then. You're going to tell yep. me that Richard Pryor's out of line? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should have been there the night of our date at the Yeah. Yeah. There is Izzy, you know. I know, yeah. I know. Too many people think that I'm like, I get so upset and, and I don't, I don't give a shit. I really don't. And I like, like you said, I can dish it out just as well as I can take it. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, probably one of my favorite episodes is that one time when Mark, remember we were saying we were putting, remember when Mark just went completely off on that one episode? We put a quarter, like the start of putting a quarter into him. Yeah, but I mean, he went like off, and I could not stop laughing. Do you remember that one, Mark? I don't because it's it was, happened a few times. It's happened a few times, but yeah, I mean, was, I, I don't remember the topic. Two years ago. Yeah, it was when we first put a quarter in them. 
Was it when I he was in the old house? I, I left. He had to go this had, this had, had to have been like 17 or 18. Oh, no, no. Ozzy would have been a corner. Because that's when I went and saw Tommy. That was when I was in Minneapolis. By the way, you know what? I, I did order uh, Ozzy's last or latest from from his uh, but I did and I but I did get it on time so I was I was happy and by the way that's a really, one. really really wait, quick wait I got another one Mark Shh. I got another one the other one when you're when you couldn't get connected you guys remember that one when he was on the iPad and, the, and it was like blank you just hear him going down <laughs> That was literally Mark's very first episode with us. Tommy and I, I kid <laughs> oh you not, God. we spent probably two hours getting Mark connected to Skype That's before story. we that could even record the show. We that were ready to fire Mark before we even hit the record button. <laughs> yep. but and Mark, Mark's last name is not iPad. He just doesn't know how to put his name in. <laughs> So, for any of you new viewers, is that what it says? Well, I yeah, it says iPad. IPad. It says iPad. Well, look, well, I when we were we were uh, last week when we did my show and iPad popped up. I'm like, oh, is that fucking Lisa? Is it you know? Is it that week? <laughs> I got it. Go on. Oh, <laughs> Izzy, Izzy, Izzy needs to work on his comedy. That's good though. Yeah. It's you like know, it's, not, it's not it's not I, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you'll know if you see my pad come up, it's Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Martini for my pad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean you're, you're Lisa, there's all there's been so many fun mark moments. I mean, there's been moments where like Mark has to leave the show early and he doesn't know how to turn off his iPad. So he just gets yes. up and walks away and just leaves the iPad. Yes, that's, what I, that's what I mean. And then it's still recording and you hear him like in the background talking or it freezes and he's in the mad face. Like. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that was one of the, like that. All my, the router. All the, that. That's still one of my top three, just because a, you wait your whole life to because I'm a huge Judas Priest. As a matter of fact, just saw him the other night. And I'm like, we finally get to have I get to talk to Rob Helford. I can't wait. And wah wah. It's <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it was even better that and again, we didn't prep Rob Helford on this, people. We didn't tell him this has been a running joke for years. And what the and I just literally reposted that video clip I saw like that. yesterday. I mean, Rob on his own is like, Metal Mark, I'm going to buy you a new router. <laughs> I'm going to Best Buy to buy you a new router. It's like, and I cannot believe. How, how, I mean, how many people have approached me and like, did you ever get your router from Rob Alford? I'm like, that is, I, I mean, hundreds of times that's people have come up and said that to me. And I'm like, that is just so funny that, you know, just Rob's little throwaway line kind of resonated with so many people. So, you know, that that's, again, you know, for me too, you know, having, you know, Rob on and getting to talk to Gene and having Ted Nugent on and all these great people that, you know, you've grown up and always kind of dug and that just to sit and talk kiss with them, you know, um, pretty freaking cool and that's not something that happens every day and i certainly don't take it for granted you know 
And and, and, again, and and it was even better having Blackie Lawless on when Mark couldn't be here. Oh my God! Yeah, I was on a plane. I was on a plane down to Florida to see Kiss. Oh, and, 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 speaking of which, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing when when this airs next Tuesday. I will be in the middle of the Pacific somewhere, ah, um, having bacon and ice cream. Oh. Yes. Is, oh, speaking of that, have you Tuesday? guys heard anything about? Because oh. uh, the Kiss cruise, the first one, is going on right now. Yep. Have you guys heard yeah. anything about any reports? The yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the sail away show was last night, and yep. it was pretty much just a classic '70s set. They didn't do anything from '80s onward. Like, I, like two songs that you never hear very often in there. <laughs> they did two timer, which and yeah. I listened to it today. I thought they did. They played it really, really yeah. well. I mean, I fran- fran- frankly, I mean, it's like what there has there wasn't any songs past love gun in that set if i remember i just glancing uh, at that I, that sounds about right michael definitely I, I definitely so. nothing monster nothing sonic boom nothing out of the 80s i don't recall dynasty i don't recall unmasked i don't recall creatures <clears throat> uh so you know somebody might go well it was pretty lame but it was pretty much just a classic deep kiss 70s set which ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. And again, and I, and I think we've all had our fill of Monster and Sonic Boom since last week. Wrong. Next. Well, the other thing, though, I think is important, and I'm going to say this again. No one has, and I don't, I don't care. You're going to complain if you want, but I don't think you have a right to complain about it if you weren't on the ship. That's true. Because if the people who paid to go on that cruise had fun and enjoyed the set list, who are you sitting at home to bitch about it? Well, that's lame. Well, Well, then be grateful you didn't go. (laughs) Yeah, be grateful you didn't go. Just move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see what they're going to do, because obviously they said there's going to they're going to continue with the Kiss Cruises. I don't know what exactly that's going to mean. I know it's going to be. I'm probably going to go to the first one. You know, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the first, cause they said, this is the last year the whole band is going to play. I'll probably go to the first one out of curiosity's sake and see if I want to continue going. And, and all, all joking aside, it's the same reason I went to go see Van Hagar when Sammy came on. Cause again, timeline is everything huge Van Halen fan rivaled my kiss fandom and I'm like, you know what? I'm not crazy about the new record, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go see this. And I went, and I didn't like it. And I never went back, but I did go, and I was happy that I went in a way because I now knew why I didn't feel the same way. But I'm gonna do that next year. I want to go to the first non-band Kiss cruise. Just I think I'm going to put it this way: if there's like no Kiss, and I don't know what that's another. This is so up in the air. I would not, and look, I don't know. If they decide, well, yeah, you know what, next year we're having so much fun, we are going to play. You know, I, I I would, I can't wait. Look. Because it's not like we haven't heard them say that before. Yeah, well, in look, I, I'm, I'm all in for the same reason that I, like I said, two nights ago, I went and saw Judas Priest last week, or two weeks ago, I went and saw Iron Maiden. Have I seen Iron Maiden and Judas Priest I'm 30, 30 plus times? Yeah, but I want to keep going. <laughs> And it's Lisa, the same thing. Look at your screen. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
What the hell is wrong with that boy? I just ate dinner for God's sake. <laughs> this is why Izzy's single. I was in mid soliloquy. I wasn't looking at the fucking screen. Is that a belt? Is that, a, is that like a belt or someone's ring? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my Jesus. god! Sorry, that's <laughs> no one is he. It only needs to be a ring, pinky ring. Wow. Jesus well, Christ. any of you guys just listening on Spotify, be thankful. Is he just threw up a threw a up new, exactly a, a nude photo of himself strategically covered? Um, this is why, you know, let's be honest. We were on his show last week and we ruined it. Oh, my God. Uh, was he just pulling uh, up sorry his about pants? that. I had to throw a whiz. <laughs> so, yes, funny. Lisa, he was pulling his pants up as he got sat back down. Do that before you sit down. You could have shown a little something well you know that's later oh, God. it's your apw your abnormally pink wiener you can't hide <laughs> it with that, with that skin tone. Uh, for any of you non-wrestling geeks out there that is the uh sean michaels playgirl pose so there you go i don't read playboys they're well, playgirls so i don't i don't know why but it's iconic so there you go. Oh boy, what were we talking Iconic. about? Iconic. <laughs> everything got everything went derailed right there. Yeah. Go ahead, Lisa. You <laughs> That's what Izzy's known this. for. Yeah. I can't unsee that. No. Awesome. Jesus Christ. Awesome. Do you have a rip in your shirt? Is he right there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> I, I told I him about that. that. Already, okay. Yeah. I said, great, Izzy. You're coming on the Actually, show. Yeah, and, the, and... the story the story behind the rip is this is one of the prototypes when he was testing printing these, and that was a burn. And it just turned just a old. burn. Oh, on testing the... printing those? You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> you, we made those in like seventh grade with the fucking exactly right, right, right. You can go to right. you can go to the mall and pay a, yes, a 15 year old to make one of those for iron you. Iron ons, right? And we used to get the iron ons. Yeah. yeah. Or like when yeah. I'd go on the boardwalk, you know, on vacation, yep. I'd have the iron ons. Yep. Pick out how many letters you want. How, what do you want it to say? Okay, this 16 year old kid. But will it's get it actually done no. This these aren't iron ons. This is actually a screen print. It's just me. Nah, I'm not buying it. That's that's <laughs> nice. Well, well we're her, definitely not buying one. that. Shit. I have one. It is Lisa actually it's printed on. It's not like this fuzzy letters that you do. It's have you actually wore the shirt, Lisa? I have. Like I have. when you're doing laundry or it's cleaning very the house? comfortable. It's very comfortable. Does Brian like it? I he doesn't really yeah. Way to I have be, be diplomatic careful what I wear, I can't take it to go take Lily to religious education with another effort podcast on my shirt. Why? It doesn't, it's not swearing. Yeah. Another feeding podcast. That's right. That's it's right. a food one. Another fantastic podcast. Oh. You know, it, it could be, it's, it's what you see, what you want to see. See, if, if, well, if somebody what, comes up to you Tommy, and says it's, why, it's, it's a four letter word, Lisa, you go, um, what kind of religious person are you? Your mind's already in the gutter. Look at, see, that's proactive. Thank you, Michael. Well, Tommy, Tommy wears his because it's another flaming podcast. <laughs> <laughs> says the chat, says the NAMLA chapter president. <laughs> um, all right. So, guys, let, 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 let's get through. Really disrailed. I think we kind, we kind of talked about some favorite moments. Yeah. Wait, through the show to go soon because I gotta take my daughter to let, let let's do a real quick favorite kiss moments we've had as fans growing up real quick 
Lisa, before uh, you go, what what's yeah, one Lisa. of your favorite moments of being a Kiss fan? Um, on, I'll be honest. I know it sounds cheesy, but meeting all great people. I mean, I could tell you all my favorite times that I had Kiss concerts and that kind of stuff, but it's actually meeting all these great people. Um, you know, the four of you guys. <clears throat> Um, I hung out with two of my really good friends in Orlando that I haven't seen in a while. So it's, it's having all of these lifelong friends, um, you know, like my friend Lee Westy who lives here, excuse me. Um, you know, I guess you guys know Ruby and Carlos. I saw them in Orlando. Um, you know, it's, it's having these lifelong kiss friends that, that when you have them, it's somewhere you can like, some people in my life do not give two shits about kiss. But when you're these, around them, these people get you exactly, they get me. They, they're no judgmental. Um, you know, that's why my throat sounds the way it is right now. I laughed so hard on, on Thursday night. I couldn't breathe. I laughed so hard. That's how much I was Ruby. And I laughed to the point of exhaustion. I, couldn't, I was dying. So yeah. Did you, did you like collapse into each other's defense? arms? Oh, no, wait, what Tommy? I said, were you watching the Steelers defense? Yeah, that- <laughs> oh, she's going, God, that was it bleeding. Oh. <laughs> so they, they met me at, at City Walk at one of the big bars. Was, did you go to Twosomes? I went to Twosomes yesterday. And? And it was good, but I didn't eat there. You gotta eat there. <laughs> Look at Mark. What, you, you go to a restaurant and you don't eat? What's I had candy. <laughs> Let me tell you, that place is is something else to eat dinner at. Those milkshakes are like amazing. Are they the shit or what? Not, yeah, were, I mean, yeah. that is some good. Those, I had the strawberry one with the big straw. Oh my god! Yeah, those. If you do go to City Walk, you got to go there because and I know I didn't try the food, but the candy and those milkshakes were off the chart. Off the bomb. Mark, Mark needs to do a food podcast. <laughs> tell tell is, me more about this food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to tell you the rest of my story. So we, I, they were meeting me. It, I, I was doing stuff and then I said, well, meet me at the NBC grill place. Like it's a decent food place. there. It doesn't suck. Oh, oh my God. The food was amazing. I had this yeah, big chicken. Awesome. Can and, I just say one thing, Lisa, before you go on for everybody out there that's listening, Mark has eaten at every restaurant in the entire country. <laughs> that's on. why Sometimes I will it... totally, if he gives me a recommendation, <laughs> I'm there. Anyway, Sometimes so, it seems that way. That's for sure. So at I least in him, Florida, at least in Florida, Mark's knows his way around yes so i told him he goes well where are you and i said i'm in the big studio nbc thing and i said i'm on the bottom bar i said i'm the one that's yelling the loudest so as he comes in as he comes in it's like the last 30 seconds of the game i had to walk away from him i'm like that's when they threw the when he threw the interception in the end zone we lost the game yeah i needed a minute i needed i was like <laughs> Lisa, just do like I did. I'm done. I no, you uh-uh. can't be done. I'm free. No, I'm free. because when you're done, Mark, you see what happens. Now look at the Vikings. Look how awesome they are this year. Who? Oh, please, Lisa. We we got plenty of time to to blow the yeah, rest of the year. We got plenty of time to collapse. It, it'll happen. It, it'll happen, but it'll happen round two of the playoffs, or yeah. it'll be the NFC Championship game, and it'll, we'll have another Gary Anderson moment. <laughs> or we'll take a knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no digging ourselves out of my situation. So you know what? 
But you know what? You've had so many wonderful years of winning, and it will return to that because you have a winning culture in Pittsburgh. So this is a rebuilding year. You have to afford this. One of the people that I I travel with the Kiss Cruises, he's a huge, huge Steelers fan. And right before the season started, I saw that, um, was it Mitch Trubinsky? Trubinsky. Oh, Oh, hold on a second. But I said, that's your quarterback? Because I'm like, I'm an NFC North guy. I see horrible, I had for years seen horrible football. That guy, granted, didn't play for my home team, but he's terrible. So I'm like, you guys now, this is who, because he was all excited. I'm like, look, I've watched enough NFC North to choke a fucking whale. This guy's terrible and he's going to suck. I'm just letting you know now. He's like, oh no. And that's exactly what happened. But of course, what happened in his rookie year? He beat the Vikings. (laughs) That was a one time. But no, right, we well, lost. It. it was horrible. All right, all right, all right, all right, Mark, Mark. What? So before Mark has to go and eat, I have to well, go now. On. But I love you guys. Love, love you, Lisa. Lisa. Thanks uh, for uh, thanks I for being already, here for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all of us. Izzy's got a semi. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Um, Seriously. Bye. Bye, Lisa. Bye, guys. Bye, Brian. I definitely Thanks will. Later, snow comes. Anytime, Angel Face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. What what what's one of your favorite memories of being a Kiss fan? Um, of being a Kiss, you know, God, I hate to piggyback on top of Lisa because number one, I'm really heavy and I don't hurt her. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just piggyback, I, piggybacking on her idea is that's exactly. I, I've said this to my wife out loud, and we've talked about it. I, all kidding aside how many people do we talk to now daily that are a result of being a kiss fan or the people that I see. And that I talk to, I talk to you guys, my kiss fan friends more than I talk to my best friends that I grew up with. You know what I mean? Oh, and it's, it's just really crazy when I sit back and I think about, Matter of fact, this this weekend coming up is a great example, the Kiss Cruise, but a couple of our friends from, from New York are flying into Detroit, and we're all flying out to L.A. together. Oh, wow. You know, these are people I met, you know, 10 years ago. We met them on the first cruise. Now we're thick as thieves. We just went to, to Maine with them a couple weeks or a couple months ago, and, you know, just all these great people that we've met and um, just heard from the Papalardos, and I know Alex is out there, and I could, you know, my Bren and my Bron and all my good buddies cannot wait to see them all this weekend. And you know, friends from um, from you know from overseas. Uh, I'm kind of bummed that my buddy Darren's not going, but you know, Ash is coming in. I saw him, and and all these people that you know that you just see once a year. And you can't wait to see them, but you talk to them all the time or you see their Facebook posts. And, you know, it's this whole Kiss community thing is when Kiss is gone, it's going to be weird to see how it develops from how it stays alive. Yeah, because so many of my friends, so many of my damn good friends, you know, someone like Russell, someone who I met through kiss you know the same way that i met michael and and tommy the same way that i met you guys yeah you know that these friendships just continue to grow stronger and 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 the roots keep getting deeper 
And it, it's really amazing. And it's all because four guys decided to start a band in New York in the early 70s. I mean, when you think about it in that way, it's really pretty amazing. It well, really you know, is. you know, it it and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but the way we talked about how we never anticipated what was going to happen when we started this podcast 10 years ago. Those four guys in New York City never anticipated what they were going to have created 50 right. years later here. Never. And, and, and without and, you know, and without and this is I'm almost hesitant to say, it, but it, it, it's true. So I'm going to say it. We all started as being fans. And now I know, like when I go on the ship, if I do run into any of the band members, they're going to say hi to me. You know what I mean? The fact that they know who I am and are always nice to me. And in each one of them, you know, original band and the current band and even ex members have went out of their way to come up to say hi to me or to ask me something or it, it it's one of those god damn how did this fucking tommy and i've had these private conversations like how the fuck did we get here <laughs> you know, if, if we've had like a, a really cool experience or you know uh did something kiss wise and and you know we'll share our experience we're like how the fuck did this happen you know it's it's pretty amazing, you know, it, it really is. And um, I was kind of trying to, to talk about that earlier, too. Like I said, you know, having Blackie Lawless on or, you know, or Derek St. Holmes or all these people like, oh, she's people I fucking saw at Cobo Hall. Right. <laughs> you know right. I mean? like, Ted Nugent, yeah. Rob Halford. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm, now they come on a show that I'm a co-host on and we're talking about my favorite, you know, kiss with us as, as you know, among other things. And you're like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really pretty special, man. And, and, oh, yeah. it, but, but, but more than that, and I mean this sincerely, it's you guys, you know, the people who reach out to me, the people who say, Hey, you know what? I'm, I heard you talk about, you know, this other band, I, I, since you're a big Kiss fan, but you know, I don't know much about Deep Purple or whatever. I've had that numerous times. Can you recommend something? Or, you know, if you talked about this experience or, you know, I've had people that did the meet and greets because they heard how much I talked about it. You know, I'm like, you got to do it. I mean, yeah, is it expensive and all? Yeah, but, you know, so is Disney World. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes put it this way, you know, Tommy, God, I'm, I'm going to bare my soul a little bit here. I didn't, when the live two thing that just came up, I didn't buy the, I didn't buy the picture desk. I'll tell you why. Like Tommy, my fandom is changing. This sounds really weird. I ordered the, the elder one, the, the picture desk. And I, I just walked by it the other day and, and I saw this person post on one of the, the kiss fan sites, how upset he was that he didn't get one. And I'm like, you know, I said amongst all this kiss stuff and I'm like, you know, if, if I, I didn't know this person, but I'm like, you know, that's what I'm like, do I really, you know, God, that, that would have made. So I saw that the new picture discs ones are sold out and I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I didn't buy one more fan got something that, Right. You know what I mean? Maybe I wouldn't have appreciated as much because I have so much stuff. Right, right. But what Tommy said is so true. My experiences, 
especially at this age, going on the Kiss cruise, and it's not even Kiss. I'm going to see all my friends. I'm going to see all these faces from Facebook that literally live around the world. That's who I'm going to see. And this may be the last time in my life that I spend time with some of these people because they may not go next year. There may not be another Kiss cruise. So like Tommy, and it was the same thing too. Tommy and I just got together recently when we went down to see Kiss in Florida. That was fun. Yeah, it was, we had a fucking ball. and had great tacos. <laughs> Always comes back to food. It, it does. That, that place it, was but, fucking amazing. Yeah, that's why, that, that's like even when Liz is like, well, where should we go to dinner? I'm like, ask him. I don't care. He's the one, he's got the gift, not me, you know. But 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 that's that's just it. As I'm getting older, it's not the picture discs, it's not the posters. It's I'm really transitioning in my Kiss fandom that way. Where I again, like I said before, uh, uh, Izzy put up his dick pic. I I, <laughs> I I I I'm less about the the trinkets now and more about. Again, I'm, I'm going to go see Kiss as many times as I can. For the same reason I'm going to go see Judas Priest and Iron Maiden as many times as I can. By the way, dinner ready if you guys are done. See, that's what that that's why we got Mark sharing yeah. his memories and, now because uh, he'll be out drop, of here. And puck drop yes. in 15 so, minutes. <laughs> it does. Matter of fact, they're playing, they're playing the Devils puck drop. Well, actually, the, the pre, I think the pregame's at 7, so we, we do have to speed up. Well, the, but anyways, the, I didn't mean the, to go the off. Wild, the Wild are at Montreal. So. I, 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 didn't, I did not want to go off into my Hallmark moment, but you know what? You, you did get to see, uh, you know, inside the vest there. But I, I, I mean, everything I just said, I mean, it's, it's totally Mark, sincere. let me ask you this. Was there any part of you that said, you know what? What? I'm going to send this fucking elder record to this kid or to this dude. All, all kidding aside. No, um, <laughs> uh, 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 but, but I did. I, what an ass. God, I feel <laughs> bad for this guy. I don't really need this thing. But no, no. I, I, I did. I did make a fucking, I, I said to myself, you know, moving forward, do I really need to do that? He said, I moving really forward, need- I promise to be a better person. Yeah, basically. So, uh, but don't get don't get me. Look, I still have the collector's bug, but it's it's for things that are either more personal to me, which would be you know uh, underwear. <laughs> what you know what? Let, let, let's go because I do want to go eat dinner. It's on the table. Mark, 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 you 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 can you can go. We'll the three of us will finish up with ours and yeah. Um, all right, yeah, we're so are you kidding me? Yeah, no, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. It wouldn't be three sides if you stayed till the end. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, you know, it wouldn't be three good. sides if you didn't leave to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> Twist my fucking nuts. I'm going. She's making tacos. And I can smell them from here. They smell dynamite. So go go eat. Then, go eat, Mark. All right. We'll talk to you guys. Bye. Later. Let's see if Leave he knows how to shut in. this up. There, hey, you got this. it. Wow. All right. Um, all right, Izzy. What's 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 a favorite memory of a as a KISS fan? Um, you know, this is gonna be fucking weird, but and one of those I can't believe this shit has happened to me moments, but I was crying at Creatures Fest. 
after meeting Peter Chris because I got to meet Peter Chris and Gigi did the oh and she gave me a hug. It's it's it, I know it sounds dumb. It sounds no, so weird, no. but it's like it, I was I, I could not believe I got to meet Peter Chris because I thought I would never in my life ever get to meet Peter Chris and talk to Peter Chris. And I was that you know, Izzy, that's never going to happen again now because you're associated with us. I was already associated with you guys. Well, it's just reinforced. Well, no, I mean, who knows? Maybe the tide's turning here because we don't hate Peter. We never have. We do, but we don't. You know, he's welcome on the show anytime he wants to come on and we'll have a nice conversation with him, but he is not interested. So, oh, I, hold on. For the record, if anybody's like going, oh, what's that asshole wearing sunglasses for? These are readers, so I can actually see, and the sun's right there. So, sure, rock you star. Don't to, dude, Ooh, you don't have to explain anything. No, I yeah, do. We don't explain anything. Mm-mm. I know. But no, um, I Tommy, you, you got a good. Memories. Well, I mean, I've got so account. I've got so many. I don't know how yeah. I pick one over the other. You know, I mean, I could go back as far back as you know, opening Christmas gifts and getting albums to the Dynasty in store, meeting them for the first time in right there. There, here they are. To all of the wonderful experiences I've had since then. But again, I'm gonna. I guess I I would. Uh, agree with mark it's the friendships you know i mean because like look even izzy and i didn't know each other before this started and he's right. in, was in st cloud and he was on rockin 101 as a dj but i had never met izzy but izzy and i had all these mutual friends and i don't remember how it was we actually did oh. meet one another but i don't believe that that would have happened because right. i think a lot of these mutual friends that, that he and i share I may not have met had it not been my involvement in this because my involvement in the, the, this podcast might be the greatest gift and might be the, my favorite memory because it's opened so many incredible doors for me. And I'm not talking about, you know, the band per se, although that stuff is great. It's it, like Mark said, it's nice to be able to have these conversations and they are just, they've always been so incredibly kind and I am just so grateful for every opportunity i mean i can just like i don't know shoot the whole show with my camera and hang out and and they never say a word because they know i'm not going to abuse it and we use it for three sides and we share these pictures and stuff that to me is uh, i can't believe it and i watched these other photographers you know that are brought in for local papers and stuff and they scramble man they're shooting one one song from back by the soundboard yep and then they have to literally run down the aisle to get into the pit for the second song. And then you're gone. What can you accomplish in that? It's almost impossible. So a big tip of the hat to those guys for being so kind and being supportive of what I do, not only from a, a professional level, but also a personal level. I mean, Tommy Thayer has just gone out of his way to help me with it, with my photography. We talk about shots and angles and this and that. And, and, and it, it's a really cool thing to have someone that's willing to critique your work because I have too many people go, Oh, you're such a great photographer, which I appreciate. Right, it's right, very right. kind of you, but I still can be better. I still can do better than I, I, I do. And there are so many times I make big mistakes where I miss something really important or cool. 
then working through that and having some people who will talk to you about it is a big deal. But man, making friends and, and not only with all of you people, but even some of the people we've had on as guests, you know, to, yeah. to I, I've gotten to, to know Andy Beersack really, really well. And we've got a great friendship. Never would have met him if it wasn't for this. Right, right. Well, I, I think that's the narcissistic side of it, you know, and that, that, I'm saying that as a shot because dude, I do it too. It's like, dude, it's like it, you, yeah, that's part of the reasons you want to do it. You want to rub elbows and meet people that you're a fan of, you know? Well, yeah, but we didn't really anticipate that starting. No, out. I know. I know. You know, no, that it. wasn't, I know. I know. I'm mentioning Andy because of all, of all of the guests we've had on. I've gotten right, to right. him probably better than anybody else, you know. But I talk to, to Thayer a lot, you know. He's an outstanding person as well. I just have met so many of these great people. But even just all of our listeners, I've, I've made so many great friends with, you know, Ryan and Angela and Esteban and the crazy bastard. The crazy and, bastard. Yeah. You know, I mean... Alex yep. uh, and his and his lovely wife. Um, there's just, I mean, there's so many people that that I I couldn't mention them all, but every one of you is important to me, and it's been great. Uh, you know, Chris Burns, he has a podcast too. Uh, just really good, and that's I think that's the rub for me too. And I want to know how many of you guys that are listening feel this way. I've been a Kiss fan since I was a kid. And I'm proud of that, but it's not who I am as a person. And I battled that a lot of years because I don't want to just be known uh, from people from high school. Oh, he's a Kiss fan. He's a crazy Kiss fan. Because it's just, it's a piece of my life, but it's something that if you're not a fan and you don't involve yourselves in these things we're talking about, you have no concept of truly how remarkable this community is of people. You know how they would when you know bend over to to help you. Uh, Bill Bill Kissholm, um, uh, 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 Peter Corey that run the Kiss online auctions. Phenomenal freaking people. Uh, you know all these different people that I've I've tied in with. Uh, my fr friendship is strengthened with Kyle and Marty and all these people. It's just man, I I think that this is this being a fan of this band has been the one of the biggest blessings of my life next to the only thing that would trump that would be my wife being getting married and having kids. Those are the only two things that would trump this experience of how I am in life because of all the uh, richness that this has given back. Awesome. Awesome. What about you? Know, you? For me, it's really tough. I mean, obviously, I worked with the band for a number of years, and yeah. there are so many, you know, moments where I was pinching myself working with them going, am I here? Am I really seeing this? Am I part of this? Um, you know, I would, I, would, I would approach this topic. I think my first amazing KISS memory, and you, you mentioned it in passing, was the in-store Great American Music. Yeah, that was that that was shortly after I sort of got hooked on Kiss. And that's when that hook was set and wasn't coming out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and and to your point, Tommy, I remember the holy shit, they're in the same building 
I am. They are, this is going to sound so hokey. They're breathing the same air I'm breathing. They are right there. Yep. It's not them in a magazine. It's not them on a TV show. That was literally them. And I was in the presence of them, you know, and, and it was captured I, your I was, imagination. I was 15 at the time. I mean, that was just, you know, I had that same feeling when I fast forward to the Creatures of the Night show, which was my first Kiss concert. I remember sitting in the Met Center up in the balcony going, I can't believe I'm in the same building as this band and I'm listening to them play live now. It's not a record. It's live. They're really talking now. Yeah. So, you know, those were the first moments that that really stuck with me. But I think looking back over everything, I mean, without Kiss, I can safely say I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing for a living. Yeah. I wouldn't be living where I'm living. I probably wouldn't be married and I probably wouldn't have a daughter. Exactly. I mean, let because it was because of Kiss you came that up I came Coast. out to San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is where I met my wife. And then we mm-hmm. had a child. Yep. Would that have ever happened? Who knows? But, you know, what, what, what really hit me was, I think it was yesterday when I ordered the, the Alive 2 bundle. I didn't get the picture disc because it was already sold out, but I got the splatter. And, you know, I'm that collector now, sort of like Mark, where I'm not interested in everything that's coming out. I'm interested in things that mean something to me. So, you know, the Creatures box set, that that Creatures album meant a lot to me when it came out originally. Alive, too. You know, I, I posted this yesterday. That was the album that really cemented me as a Kiss fan. When I heard Alive, too, it was just like, wow, this is, I can't... I can't, you know, there's no words. It was just like, as a kid, you're listening to this going, what is, and the cover and the inner sleeve and everything, you were just like blown away by it. So I had to buy a live too. I mean, that is my, that's my album. I mean, I say this all the time. A live wasn't in my timeline. A live, it's, 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 it's a historical album and, and it des- deserves everything it, it has done for Kiss. But it means nothing to me, literally nothing to me. Alive 2 is the album for me. And and when I got it and I'm looking at it and I'm listening to Alive 2 on Spotify at the same time, I'm like, wow, how many people in this world for nearly 50 years now have something they can go to that will bring them back in the blink of an eye the sound of one note the image of one photo brings you back to being 12 years old again and the goosebumps and the smiles and you know and and we've 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 taken heat for that people who who wants to be 12 years old again i'm like i got no problem remembering those fond memories and those great times i'm not 12 but it makes me remember but you don't want to lose part of that childhood. No, spirit. you don't. You don't want to lose right, that right. excitement, that enthusiasm. And and that's what Kiss at this point has become. 
you could debate everything you want about the lineups and the performances and the music and the tchotchkes. And it doesn't matter if they do something and they always will that touches you as a fan and you go, Oh, wow. That makes me remember what the first time I saw them or, you know, the first time I heard them or takes me back to watching them on TV what is wrong with that? What is wrong with something that's pretty much been in your entire life? And I don't want to ever forget any of that. No. I don't want to forget those childhood memories of going out and trick-or-treating and stopping halfway through to watch, you know, a, a kiss thing on TV or whatever it is. Yeah, I, don't, it, I never it, want to miss it, or forget I, I never. That. I mean, you know, that was the... You know, I, I talked about this years ago, back in 2017, when I took Thule to the Kiss concert up in um, Hinkley and, you know, got backstage and she got to meet the band. I was tearing up because I'm sitting here going, this is the band that I grew up as a kid, a little older than she was. I mean, it was... Yeah. My, my exposure to KISS started about 12, but still it was like, oh my God, this is the band that changed my life, knows who I am, and here she's going to go meet them. It's like, you know, it, it, it only was about memories. It was only about happy thoughts, feelings, and it's just like... I, I kind of feel like in this world we live in now, everybody needs more of that. You need to find whatever that is that does that for you. And I can say pretty consistently since I got rock and roll over when it came out till today, Kiss can always do that. Certain things they do won't do that to me, but there's a lot of stuff. I will look at that alive too and go, Ah, yeah, man, that was that's freaking awesome. Let me let me crank that again. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're complaining that it sounds the production's too tinny. You know what, dude? I don't fucking care. I don't care because when I was 12 years old, I knew nothing about album productions. I knew nothing right. that they would take it into the studio and redo it. All I knew was, would you listen to God of Thunder? Would you listen to that drum solo? Would you listen to the, the guitar solo? Oh, my God. And, and today, I'm still able to go back to that if I want to. So, which is amazing. Which, which to me is that is the best part of being a KISS fan for nearly 50 years is the fact that they can, without even trying, they can just say things, do things, play things, show things. I look, I mean, every, every Halloween, I have to play the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Yeah. They just, I have to, because to me, watching them perform, especially Detroit Rock City and watching Paul Stanley at the mm -hmm. end when, you know, he's, he's, yeah, that pose. It's just like, I remember as a, kid seeing that going that's a rock star 
that is a rock star pose. Well, and if I see that photo, if I see that clip, I have to, I have to do it over. I have to stop and look at it and go, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could sit back now and go, oh, they lip synced on Paul and oh, there was a bunch of corny dancers. Oh, the comedy routines were really fucking stupid. When I was 12 years old, that didn't mean shit to me. I it was, ruled. my eye, yeah. my jaw was on the ground. My eyes were wide open. I was like, what am I watching here? And that's one of the things I think too, that we're lucky as being fans of this particular situation, because think about it this way. If you're really big into playing baseball um, and now you're older and your knees hurt and you're not playing anymore. Do you get the same childhood satisfaction of watching the twins or any other baseball game, or is it never going to be quite the same because you're not out there on the field playing? Whereas with this stuff, like what you just mentioned, you can go back like that and you're right back in your bedroom when you're 14 years old and all of that wonder, you haven't lost that. And I think that that leads to, other great things in your life as you go. And I'm not comparing it or saying that it's better than or anything to say baseball, just using that as an example. I think that's where some people lose that, that childhood thing is because what they had a passion for, especially if it's sports, if you can't participate and you can't get out there and smell the grass and you know, all the things that go along with that. It's no different than being a kid and opening up a package of, you know, the kiss cards, the gum or a wacky packs. It's like, man, if I open up one of those now, it takes me right oh, yeah. back to, yep. to that. I can, I can smell it. The, the, the hard gum. I don't care yeah. if it's the worst gum in the world. It's like, it takes you back to a moment. And, and, you know, and I said that I said, I think in this day and age, everybody needs to find something that takes you, can, back. takes you back to a happy place, a happy moment. And you should never be, you can, you should never be embarrassed or ashamed to go back to those moments and feel like a kid. I, I just, I just posted it a couple of days ago. I'm like, you know, and Izzy, I'll, I'll be seeing you in Vegas on, on, on Friday. Um, you know, I'm going on, I'm going on quote tour for two shows with wasp. Now, granted, they're my client. I work with them and it's a whole different relationship, but there's still the kid in me going, holy fuck. 1985. I remember seeing these guys open for kiss. I remember buying, um, the 12 inch single animal fucks like a beast as an import when it first was very released i still got it the debut album i rem you know i wasn't a kid i was in college at that time when right. that happened because i graduated high school in 82 but it was still like wow i'm being brought back to that moment as a kid going oh my god wasp wasp is like the coolest band in the world second to kiss i mean look at these guys look at what they're doing look at the songs look at the visuals look at the show fast forward all these years later thanks to kiss i've been working with the band for the last year in preparation of this tour um i've sat down and talked with Blackie and we discussed and he agreed to finally do his first ever VIP experiences. Yes, wow. he should. He's never done them before and he's doing them. And, you know, and, and, you know, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, Blackie, you're 
fans are like your fans are me. We've been waiting 40 years for this moment to meet you. Yeah. To get mm-hmm. a photo. It's a yeah. lifetime mm-hmm. dream for your fans. It's a dream come true moment. And you're going to make these fans so, so incredibly happy. happy that they're just going to walk out going, I just met Blackie Lawless. I just, yeah. you know, and it's that ability, even though I'm 58 years old, I can still feel like a teenager, a kid. I can go back to college. And there's, I don't think there's anything wrong. I, actually, I'll go the other way. I feel sorry for people who can't do that. They right. don't have things in their lives that they can sit down and go, well, I'm going to watch this TV show or I'll read this book or watch this, whatever it is. And it can transform you back decades and make you happy. If you can't do that. Right. But see, and that's always been the, but that's been the rub for me though, because people that don't understand it, look at it as just, Oh, it's like these, they're like, when are, when are you going to grow up? Well, it's like, cause they don't, they can't really, what they don't see or the piece that they don't see. Right. Is all, it's all what we, we just talked about. about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, I mean, God, I, there are so many people I didn't mention. And, I, and as I'm sitting here and I'm well, okay, then there's also Sandra and there's all these other people that I've met. And it's like people that impact your life. And, and it goes beyond just like four guys in a, that's just like a, it's like a piece of it. That's you just know? what started it. Yeah. That, you know, it, those four guys getting together to play some music and create a band, as they say, that they never saw, but they always wanted to see. Right. And they did, they did it and they stuck with it. Through all, I mean, as we all know, as KISS fans, if you're listening to this, they had plenty of opportunities that would have been very easy for them to say, all right, band's over. KISS is over. Uh, Peter, Chris is leaving the band. We're breaking up. Ace Fraley, we're breaking up. Uh, Creatures of the Night, Bombs, uh, we're breaking up. You know. uh, The first three albums fucking tanked. We're done. Or we're breaking up. You know, Gene Simmons leave, basically leaving the band in the 80s. Paul Stanley because that ah, band's over. I'm just going to become a solo artist. Well, and, I mean, uh, ahead, they sorry. did. They didn't give up. Mm-hmm. They didn't give up. And and that's what most people on the outside don't understand is everything that is going on behind the scenes. And then. This little thing people laugh about. Oh, the Kiss Army. Huh? Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a cool fan club name, Kiss Army. Yeah, but we just described over the last almost two hours here what really is in the Kiss Army. It's not just a bunch of fans who like the same thing. It's a bunch of fans who, frankly, don't even need to go to see the band. We can go hang out on our own. Right. Like we have done for 500 episodes and talk about what makes you happy. Well, and maybe some of it too, is just the fact that a lot of us, and I'm speaking for myself, not necessarily for you guys, but we're misfits to a certain degree. Oh, absolutely. And and I've shared this with some of you, many of you don't know this, but I think this is pertinent. So my father who fought in world war II ended up with polio. It wasn't his fault. He just did. 
So my entire life, my father was handicapped. And I watched him treated as less than, especially back in the 70s, because he had a physical disability. There were people who thought that he was, um, you know, mentally challenged Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I saw the toll that it took on him. He never gave up. But I saw, even to the point where it became a problem for me with some of my classmates. And I was just thinking the other day, God, I wish I knew about Paul's microtia at that point, because that was my escape, was the music. And it wasn't just Kiss. It was Van Halen and Cheap Trick and and the Beatles and all that. But this one I really gravitated to because of the message and how, like, how, and the more I saw people hate them, the more I liked them because they were just like, we don't care. And there's something about that that you you connect with that never leaves you. And, and, and that's what's so ironic about this whole freaking journey. So here I am having a phone conversation with Paul Stanley, and this is what we're talking about. There are so many parallels in his life because of his disability that I could completely relate to through my father. And I just think that it makes you a more compassionate person when you go through these adversities. If, if you're the kid that got picked on in school, it makes you a stronger because, person too. Yeah, I, I think it does. So it, it's not just, see, because people from the outside look at it as like, oh, just a band. No, it's not. It's a community, it's friendships, it's kind people, it's experiences. It goes well beyond that. And to your point, Michael, I feel bad for the people who can't go back. And, you know, like I said, because they had a love of baseball or football or they're fishing or whatever, maybe fishing, but, you know, is it the same? Is, is going fishing the same um, now as it was for you when you were a kid? Or, you know, and it's not something you can just do. I mean, it takes planning. If you don't have a boat on the water, you've got to, you know, and make it a weekend. You can't just escape for a couple of hours. So, like, if you wanted to reminisce, you could literally just go right into your other room right now and put on um, the Halloween special. Yeah. You know, Izzy, you can pick up your guitar and you can play some Ace songs, whatever it is, but it's instantaneous that you can take yourself back because we all fight um, adversity. We all have problems in our lives that we have to deal with. And what better to have something that you can always go back to that's only, only yours, yours and only yours, along with friends who get it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. I know we're getting philosophical here, but that's mm-hmm. how important this show is to me and how important exactly friendships are with you guys and all of the friends and people that I've met that listen to us. We take this very, very seriously. We we blow off a lot of stuff. We, and- we, 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 we will joke a lot. We'll make stupid cracks and, you know, I'll stir the pot deliberately, mm-hmm. but no. it's what he does, but, but we are all very, serious about this i mean you know this is it it sounds simple stupid and corny but it's just four people three people two people five people getting together once a week and talking about something we love that's all this is if you don't love it and if you don't love us who cares we don't it's you know we we're at we've all gotten to that point in our lives where it doesn't matter anymore your happiness 
isn't as important as our happiness. And and we're not going to worry about it. If you come along for our ride, we love it. And we've got a lot of amazing people that have come along for this ride. And Tommy, to your point, there's so many, we can't mention them all, but we, every single week, we still like, did you see this post? Did you get this comment? Did you see this? We still go through that all the time. And, you know, I, and I think to some extent, you know, the, the, maybe the adversities, the struggles that made kiss stronger over the years is what we, we, we didn't purposely take away, but unconscious, subconsciously, we did take it away from Kiss. You know, we took away that doesn't matter what other people think. Do it your way. You know, mm-hmm. believe in yourself. Be happy. Do whatever like you book. want. Like you know, book. yeah, exactly. So those people that don't have that, that do have problems with us that don't like the band, I, got, I don't care. Please. You well, can hate it, whatever you want. You can not like whatever you want. You can hate us. It literally won't change a single thing about what we do or why we feel what we feel. And, and I know I'm not going to get an answer to this question, but I'm going to pose it anyways. And Izzy, maybe you have some insight. Where's the upside? Like, what do you not, I don't mean you as, what do you get out of it if you are somebody who is a hater now that that hates everything about everything that's going on it's like if it was important to you at one point it doesn't have to be important to you the rest of your life but what do you gain by getting on a, a, a web page and start ripping on another fan or ripping on the band where's the upside because to me the few times that i've actually said something um back and forth with someone and it's not necessarily a kiss thing it could be something else i never walked away feeling any better after it was over i ended up actually feeling worse because then those people just double down on you and it's just like you have to just walk away from it and i'm not michael like on some of these websites why people just love to rip and tear down every single thing that somebody else makes a comment about it's not just i disagree with you look i i think it's because they don't have the um they don't have the output that we have and it's they don't have this they don't have a voice they don't have they don't have a channel their voice their voice is this and they need to be heard and that's how they are heard. And whether it's good or bad or ugly or whatever, they need to be heard and they need to stir shit up. They need to, some, some people are just, it's, it goes back to fucking narcissism. They want the attention. That's all it is. And well, I don't think it's all it is. I think it's, or it's just like, fuck, I don't agree with this. Here's my opinion. But there's people that double down and double down and double down. And like, dude, even even the stupid shit about you know me posting a picture with the fucking natty light. Oh god, dude, that's fucking pissed, dude. Why are you drinking that, dude? Fucking blah blah blah. It's the same fucking thing, except some people just can't stop. They have to go, go and go. And well, go I, I think to go. your to 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 
to add on to what you just said, though, Izzy, is they've got nothing else. They've got nothing else. Exactly. I mean, if 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 you had, because it's one thing to come on Izzy on your page and rip on you for saying something, but go ahead, Michael. Sorry. I was going to say if 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 these people had something else in their life that truly made them happy every time they talked about it, they'd be spending time there. I mean, we kind of joke, get a life, but that, that there's a lot of truth to that. Go get a life, find happiness, go do what makes you happy. I mean, Tommy, I mean, we, we, we've, we've posed that same question for 10 years now. No one's ever stepped up yeah. and, and I wish on the challenge. someone they, like they, they, they trust me, they will behind the scenes talk all right. about it somewhere else, but they will never be able to step forward and join us on this screen and have a mature discussion about it. It'll never happen. And, 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 and frankly, I mean, I think that kind of got a little sidetracked there and I don't want to go down that road. Right, I mean, right, right, we, right. we, no, you know, but I just wanted to pose that because this should be a thing of joy. Well, that's the whole that point. Participate. We, exactly. you know, it, for 500 episodes, we've had fun every single episode, no matter the right. guest, no matter a few where it's like, well, there was a few, listen, there was a few where we got done going, boy, that seemed like a dud. That wasn't interesting. But then when it went live, people loved it. And, and we were like, okay, Five you know, kiss. they, 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 they love, they love us just bullshitting. So we, you know, literally only once in 500 episodes did we pull an episode down. And we've talked about that guy and why that happened many times. Actually, we've pulled a few others, too. Well, well we, we, we didn't. We didn't. There's a couple that are no longer available for other reasons. But there was only <laughs> one episode where after it was we recorded, pulled? we looked at each other and said, uh-uh, that was right, just right. not right. That was wrong. We got to take that down. We, um, even, we even left up five man kiss. Yeah. Five man kiss. I mean, you can the go find the bag can, over his head. You can go find that and you can watch that and laugh all you want. I mean, this is about having fun. This is about right. us sharing stories and remembering good times, whether they're recent or decades ago of a band we love that's that, yeah. that that that's it you know it's it's talking about what i remember when i saw kiss meets the phantom versus what mark remembers what you know the first concert memory the first album memory that's all this is that's all we want to do is just share yeah. stories have memories remember good things um clyde i gotta throw a whiz again Okay, zip, again. Zip, zip it up before you come back. Izzy has <laughs> like a bladder of a woman who's had given birth to three children. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is, is, it, is this as deep as this might sound? Because to me, it isn't. It's literally just about here's a band that is fun to watch, wrote a lot of great music, makes us happy. And we're just talking about it and they've been doing it for 50 years. So right. we're, we're extremely lucky in that sense. 
And there's, there's no, there's no other deeper motive. There's no other deeper plans than let's just talk about something we love. And the reason I brought it up is just simply because I see so much love. I see so many wonderful fans and so many people that we've met listeners that are just wonderful people, but you have this small contingency of people that just hate everything. And it's like, why are you even here? Let them go. Let them go be miserable. Let them go be miserable on their own. Um, You know, I, I just speaking for myself, I'm at a point where it doesn't matter what anybody says about me, about the show, about what I like, what I don't like. Mm-mm. None of that is going to change anything. You know, I, I <laughs> joked with a guy years ago. I'm like, wait, I've been loving crazy nights for 35 years. And today you tell me it sucks. And you think I'm going to all of a sudden change my mind today after 35 years because you don't like it. Dude, it's you, you might as well be talking to a barn because it's not going anywhere. And and the reality is when it comes to all music for all bands, for all people, that's the way it is. You like what you like. Music is 100 percent personal. There is nobody who gets to sit here and say good, bad, well done, not well done, great guitars, bad guitars. It's all in the ears of the person who listens. Well, I, 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 I feel like I can say that stuff. But we don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. But we don't give a shit. I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what so many people don't understand is when it comes to music, any music, any band, your opinion means nothing except to you. Literally. Yep. Now, there might be other people who agree with your opinion, but your opinion is only yours and it has nothing to do with anybody else out there. And again, I, I you know, I'll sit here. Crazy Nights, top three Kiss album. You can hate me for it. Alive. It's their third best live album. Alive three is better than Kiss Alive. Do you disagree? Do you think I'm an idiot? Sure. And I don't. Of course. It's not going to change a single thing when I crank Kiss Alive 3 instead of Kiss Alive. That, yeah. you know, that the beauty of this band is they mm. have given us so much stuff to love. Not everything. I don't love everything about Kiss. I don't think... No. I, I think that to one to some extent, a a a fan who is comfortable and and strong in their fandom is not afraid to say I don't like everything, right? But I'm still love the band. I just don't like. Hey, I hate that Peter Chris solo album. I hate Carnival of Souls. I'm not a fan of Monster. I love Kiss. I love Peter Chris. I don't like his solo album. I, you know, should, but, but, no, but, you know, we're, we're, we are lucky that we've got a band that for, again, coming on 50 years has given us so much stuff. If you can't, if you're a fan and you can't find something you loved over 50 years, I'm not sure you're a fan. I right. mean, this band is so many videos, albums, tours, photos, lineups, costumes, 
the list goes on and on and on. We're lucky. We're we damn are. lucky. 50 yep. years. 50 years and 500 episodes. 500 episodes. So yes. thank so, you guys, everyone, for tuning in. What's your homework? Home, homework is what are your favorite, favorite moments over 500 episodes? And what are your favorite moments as a KISS fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious to read these. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I will just add, we have no plans to stop. Again, we'll keep doing this until the day we're not having fun doing this. And we have fun doing this. It's true. Yep. So, you know, you know, a big shout out, because this wouldn't be possible if it weren't for everybody who was a member of KISS. Right. Starting with the original four, but every single member after the original four who kept KISS alive. This wouldn't be possible. Why would we be here talking about a band that only released one album and did one tour? Right. Can't, do, can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Exactly. So that's okay. your homework. You know what to do. You know where to go. Leave your answers. And we'll just leave it at that. Izzy, anything you want to plug? Um, go back and watch uh, last week's episode of uh, the Izzy Presley show, my, my 50th birthday show and with these assholes. And uh, watch us debate um, Psycho Circus versus sonic boom versus monster watch mark change the rules as he always does um see the lovely lisa oh god she was beautiful that, uh, that episode. tank top the fucking the girls were there lipstick uh, makeup lipstick, she makeup. she did oh, herself she, up for izzy she did herself up for my she likes birthday. izzy yeah yep she yeah. likes her izzy she has a thing for izzy of course she does I it's kind of it's kind of like loving that stray dog <laughs> he's kind of like the he, no he's kind of like the mike damone of three sides Fucking damone. i'm damone I mean, yeah I, there you I, go oh hi I woke up in a good mood yeah. what the hell happened <laughs> just put what you just put on what side two of led zeppelin three exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the lady will have the linguine and clam sauce yeah <laughs> But honestly, I mean, not to get all sentimental and bullshit on you guys, but thank you guys uh, for letting me be a part of this ride. Um, You're 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 like the unofficial fifth member of Kiss. We're we're very happy that you're here. Is we're very happy that you're here. It's a fucking honor to be part of this. And you didn't ruin this show as bad as I thought you would. No, no, no. We had a beautiful photograph of myself. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Kind of freaked Lisa out a little bit. Oh, she loved it. It's like Not it's like it's like something you'd see on the side of a bus during Pride Week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you would see that and the headline would be don't get HIV. <laughs> exactly. Is <laughs> <laughs> right. he would take that photo not knowing what the ad campaign was and then he'd see himself on every bus in town and it's for an <laughs> STD. No, yeah, they, did that, they did that on Friends. That happened yep. to Joey. Yep, the Joey. This no, what it should what it should say is this is what can happen when you have straight sex. Exactly. <laughs> the, 
This is what you could have if you drink too much that night in the bar. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, I got some. Oh, there's 10 middle fingers for all of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, again, Izzy, we love you because you're like yeah, kind of our rat pack. Yes. These are my all right. Everybody, that's it. Uh, I don't think Mark is here next week. Maybe we bring Ralph on. See if Ralph can do any better than Izzy. Mark's not here next week. Well, no, let's be a little more creative than that. Yeah, bring me back. Should I bring Blackie Lawless back? <laughs> Dude, if that would be great. If you we would fucking Blackie... do it live from the bus. <laughs> we got that would who else could we get that would make him crazy? Because seriously, that that is its own reward. Might right be there. short notice. I could see if Carmine Apathy is available. There you go. It'd be great if we get Ian Gillen or something. You know, really twist the knife. Let see if Rob Half Rob's got a new Rob Halford's promoting a new book. There you go. Maybe get Rob back and he'll yeah. go. What ha what happened to Metal Mark? Oh, his he never fixed his router, so we fired him. Yes. <laughs> um all right everyone izzy thank you so much 500 episodes god knows never thought we'd make this but it was we just keep going we're the energizer bunny of podcasts mm -hmm. just keep going and i know a lot of you wish we'd run out of energy yeah <laughs> that's it we'll see everybody next week bye everybody Do you have something to say leave a voicemail or send us a text message call 320 515-477 for three sides of the coin provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.